Just when I thought I've heard it all before. But wait, there's more. Hey everybody, welcome to Crime Over Cocktails. I'm Tiffany, your host. Tonight I'm going to talk about the case of Tyrone Johnson, Stephanie Willis, and Ricky Willis III. Stephanie Willis was born on July 11, 1984. She was originally from Beaufort, South Carolina, but she moved here to the Tampa Bay area, working as a home health aide for seniors. She was a single mom to her son, Ricky. Here's your typical kid. Very smart, very caring, and he loved to play the drums. He even played in his elementary school fifth grade music band. All that changed when she met Tyrone Johnson. He was a father of four, working as a paralegal in the Florida Attorney General's office. They really hit it off, and when the time was right, he moved in with them. But within a year, on October 21st of 2018, a call came in to 911 around 7 p.m. It was Tyrone. And he was stating that he shot two people because he was being attacked. It was self-defense. When police arrived, they realized that mm, that really wasn't the case. In the apartment, they found a gun and a knife. On the TV was Sunday night football game between the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. In the master bedroom is where they found two people lying side by side. The two people were identified as 34-year-old Stephanie and her 10-year-old son, Ricky. She was shot multiple times, and Ricky, he was shot six times. It looked as if he was trying to shield his face because one of the shots went through his arm and into his jaw. Police located shell casings near both of the bodies. They knew that the weapon was a Glock 22 40 caliber pistol. What police didn't really understand is in the boy's room, under his bed, was blood. There was holes in the wall. Something happened in that room. So they know for sure that this woman and her son did not attack him. So he was arrested and charged with first-degree murder and aggravated child abuse for Ricky. But he only faced second-degree murder for the killing of Stephanie. It would take her family three years to find out what really happened in the house that night. And when it came to light, everybody was shocked. They were living at the Mariner's Cove Apartments, eating dinner, when Tyrone wanted to put football on the TV. Well, Stephanie didn't want to watch football, so they argued over it. At trial, his public defender, Donna Perry, stated that Stephanie had been drinking that day and she was making insulting comments. That she followed him around the house, even while he was FaceTiming with his dad. According to Fox 13, he wanted to move back to South Carolina he was even packing up his belongings. He asked his dad if he would come and get him. She wouldn't let him get his things. She wouldn't let him leave. 
she was bitching at him that he just lied around all the time. But, I mean, he just had surgery. They didn't specify what kind of surgery he had. She was complaining about their sex life. Per Oxygen, she even claimed that he was to blame for his son's suicide. Now, you know how they bleep out the words? I think I know what they are, but I mean, we can all make our own decisions, I guess. She said, so I'm going to read it the way I think it is. (laughs) I could be wrong. She said, that's why your son killed himself, like a little bitch, because you're a bitch. Mm. I think that's right. His father did take the stand, stating that that is true. He saw it. He was on the other line. Perry argued that Tyrone should not get death. He should get life. And that's because of the distress from his son's suicide in 2017 along with him having PTSD. His father stated that between the army and his son's suicide, he just wasn't the same. He was a broken man. On the third day of the murder trial, the jury was shown the police interview with Tyrone. He was sobbing uncontrollably. Prosecution said that This whole thing was over what to watch on TV. It was a simple argument that led to gunfire. They were able to piece together. He shot Stephanie first. Ricky heard. He got scared and he went and hid under his bed, hoping that he wouldn't find him. Unfortunately, he did. And that's why they found the blood under the bed. That's where he was hiding. But remember, when police arrived, the bodies were side by side. After murdering Ricky, Tyrone picked up his body and carried him into the master bedroom to lay him down next to his mom. That way he could use the defense that he was trying to protect himself. The defense came to the admission that yes, he did indeed kill two people, but it was manslaughter, not murder. The defense brought on a forensic psychologist who stated that Tyrone had major depression, anxiety, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and paranoia. And anger was the sweet spot. In the years before all this happened, he was treated for depression because he had suicidal thoughts. Prosecution said that no, it wasn't depression. It was dangerous antisocial tendencies. His job as a paralegal only lasted a few months in 2017. He was having a hard time getting along with his coworkers, and if he showed up at all, he was always late. He wasn't let go. They actually they asked him to resign. No matter what problems were going through Tyrone's head, it doesn't count up to what he did to a 10-year-old child. If you were angry with Stephanie, you were angry with Stephanie. You don't need to take it out on Ricky, too. After the jury heard all the evidence, they had to go deliberate. When Tyrone came back to hear his fate, at 45 years old, would pretty much find out what he was doing for the rest of his life. And he was found guilty of second-degree murder, 
for killing Stephanie and both first-degree murder and aggravated child abuse for killing Ricky. He had no reaction. Stone cold. After he was charged, the jury still had one job to do. Prosecution, they wanted death. Defense, give him life. They said, you know, he's going to die behind bars either way. We're asking you to let it be a natural one to allow him and his family to continue on the path of redemption, to get himself right with that loss, that sin, crime, and horror. Per spectrum. Everything in today's episode is from Tampa Bay Times, Oxygen, Fox 13, and Spectrum, because I will forget. So after his two-week trial to figure out what they were going to charge him with. Are they going to let him live or are they going to kill him? Well, it was a panel of seven women and five men. It took about five hours and they all decided that he should die. This one's a shorter one this week, you guys, but I just couldn't get over the thought of what you want to watch on TV would take a life. I mean, whether she was following him around the house and all that, I I mean, I'm guessing the father said so, and that's not okay. You can't belittle somebody and expect them not to react, even if the reaction was packing up and leaving. That's mental, emotional abuse, and that's not okay for anybody. Now, should you die over that? Fuck no. You should be single. (laughs) Get yourself straight. Her son was 10 years old. He had his whole life ahead of him. And he was gypped. I couldn't believe that this happened right here. If you're not aware, I live in the Tampa Bay area. Of course, all the headlines were, man kills woman over what to watch on TV. And you're like, uh, what? It's just crazy. It makes me sad to think what that boy's final moments were. That had to be really frightening. Where you're hiding under your bed, hoping that you're safe. Not knowing what happened with your mom. That's very unfortunate. It definitely pulls at my heartstrings. What do you guys think? Do you think he should have gotten death? Do you think he should have gotten life? Did we get it right? Because we don't always look at Casey Anthony. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, or on all. Leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Come find me on Instagram. Actually, it's in my show notes, so you guys don't really have an excuse anymore. In there, I have my Instagram, website, and Patreon. Just in case you were wondering. Also, don't forget, if you do head over to the Patreon page, I do have a poll going. All right, you guys, much love, and we'll talk crime another time. Bye.